Okay, Rabbi Sai Beis Hashem, Parshas Lech Lecha. Parshas Lech Lecha, Tov Shin Pei. A new year, a new understanding of Parshas Shei Beis Hashem. For those that are new here, just to understand what is the aside of a Tuesday night Parshas Shei. The idea, it's very different to the Friday, Friday morning Parsha idea. It's to, to, to pick one, highlight one Nakud of the Parsha, and to see how it can affect our lives. We try to find something that can really affect our lives in a practical sense. And that's Be'ez HaShem, Siyata Dishmaya, the Yisoyed of the Parsha Sheh. So we'll start with the famous beginning, Vayim HaShem Al-Avram, Lech Lecha, Me'aretz Lecha, we know one of the big Nishonists that Avraham Avinu was told to leave his land, his hometown, his comfort. Can you imagine the scene? We all know how difficult it is. We leave our homes, our comfortable homes, with our own rooms. We leave our familiar car, pizza stores, our familiar restaurants. And we have to go, have you going in the Mokim Torah, we have to go there to Yisrael, where we get American mattresses, pancakes for breakfast. It's difficult sometimes. It's difficult. Avraham Avinu is told, leave everything. Leave everyone and everything and go to a place that you have no idea. What an assignment. What an unbelievable thing that Avraham Avinu was told to do and that he did. But we often forget that there was somebody else on the scene. It wasn't just Avram. Somebody went together with Avram on that travel and that was Light. Light also in this picture went on the travels together with Avram Avinu. What mysterious nefesh Light must have had. The tzivu was given to Avram and his Light going together with his Rebbe Avram. No idea where he's going. But let me point out to you what the end of the story was. We'll jump to the end and then we'll go somewhere in the middle. The end of the story is we know light parts company with Avram. Stein Bahamaira. When it happens, light goes down, down, down in the Madragas until he leads to the Madrigo sleeping with his own children. How can it be? The start of the parish of light is the biggest hero. What mysterious never she went with Avram Avinu. He had no idea where he was going, but he went anyway. And he ended with the way that it ended. He left Avram's warmth, Avram's guidance, Avram's shchina. How can it be? How can it happen that light fell so much? What happened? His light that was so attached to his rabbi that he was willing to give up his whole household, his whole comforts. Because Avram was going, I'm going with him. None of the other Talmudim went. Only Light. What an amazing accomplishment. What an amazing thing that Light did. But yet we still find that at the end of the day, the end of the parasha and continues afterwards, Light fell and fell because he left the company of Avram Avinu. And the question is why? How did it happen? And maybe what can we learn from it? The Yisrael Rabbi Isai it's a powerful Yisoyed. It's a Yisoyed that can possibly change our lives. It's a Yisoyed that we have to understand and be mechazek in ourselves. Let's go a little bit back into history. Let's go back into history and understand a little bit about the parsha and a bit about Chazal, how they explain what was going on in the time. 
Rashi tells us at the end of last week's parasha, parasha's Noach, about a place called Ur Kazdim. We know, all from the Maisa, we know that Terach had three children. Terach had Avram, Nochor, and Horon. Horon dies. Torah tells us last week's parasha, Horon dies. How does he die? We have no description in the Torah of how Horon dies. Brother of Avram, son of Terach. What's the pshat? Rashi brings a medrash, which is an unbelievable medrash. We all know this medrash. We grew up with this medrash. But I want to use this to possibly try and pinpoint something which is so important. Horon once again dies, and we have no idea how he died. Says Rashi. He brings the details of how Horon left this world. And he brings a medrash. We all know the famous Chazal, which Rashi brings. Avram's father, Terach, was over the Zorah. Not only was an over the Zorah, he had a whole warehouse full of idols. And one time Terach says, Avramela, I need to go out for a few hours. Do me a favor, will you look after the store for me? Take the shop front. Anybody that comes in, help them out. So little Avramela says, Sure, Tati, don't worry. It's in safe hands with me. You go out, enjoy yourself, have a little bit of time off. I'll make sure that I look after the store. First guy walks into the store. Avram Avinu says, he comes to the shopkeeper and he says, little boy, I'd like an idol. So Avram, Avram Avinu says, how old are you? He says, I'm 43 years old. Why? He says, you're 43 years old. I have an idol that's freshly made. Mommy, it's a few hours. It's right off the production line. You can still smell the wood. It's a few hours old. That's what you want to serve? And he left. And time after time, that's what Avram Avinu did until eventually nobody walked into the store. The place was empty. And as Chazal tell us, Avram Avinu started smashing all the idols until there was nothing left in the whole form. His father Terah comes in and says, Hello, what's going on over here? I gave you a few hours and this is what you did. He says, you have to understand. The idols had a fight, one with the other. This one fought with this one. They were arguing and it rolled into a whole fight. I couldn't stop them. It was a fist fight. And, and before you know it, this is what happened. He's like, are you, are you crazy? These are idols. They don't move. They don't do anything. I've almost said, ah, now you're hearing your own voice. These are nothing. How can you serve such thing? Terach takes Avram by the ear and says, Avram, I'm going to have to teach you a lesson of your life. And Terach takes him to Nimrod. Nimrod, as we know, is the Rosh Hamem Shalah, the head of all the idols. And Nimrod is there, again, I'm just translating Kemat word for word of Rashi, who brings the Chazal. Nimrod was the head of the Avodah of all the idols. And they say, look at this young little boy, look what he did to our idols. What are we going to do to punish him? So Nimrod Paskins, he has to be thrown into the, into the furnace, he has to be thrown into the fire, and then we'll see what comes of him and how our idols save us. So here he is. Here's Nimrod's chance to prove himself. Who's there at the time? I want to point this out. Who's there at the time? Horon. Horon, his brother, is there. And here's Nimrod's opportunity to prove himself against Avram Avinu. Throw him into the furnace. What's going to be? Everyone's looking to see. Avram Avinu is going into the furnace. What's going to happen? It's going to burn him to a crisp. There won't be anything left. And Avram Avinu walks in and emerges. A couple of ashes. Ready to move on. Unbelievable. What a miser. Now they turn to Horon. 
Because Horan said a very simple thing at the time that Avraham Avinu was, was about to enter the furnace. Horan said to himself like this, If Avraham Avinu is Matzliach, if he wins, if he's successful, I'm on his side. I'm one of him. I'm one of his men. But if Avraham Avinu comes out extra baked, then forget about it. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to have anything to do with Avraham. So all of a sudden Avraham Avinu walks out, no problem. They turn to Horan and they say, No, what about you? You made the deal, right? So it's an unbelievable thing if you think about it, right? Here's Avraham Avinu, a human being who was able to walk out of a furnace without even anything. And nobody even was like, Oh my gosh. I was like, Yeah, okay, next. And Horan, no, you're next, right? So Horan says, Sure, no problem. I've got a great suntan in there. It'd be better than going to Herzliya. Or anywhere else for that matter. It's Gavaldic. I'll go in, I'll come out, I'll prove them. Rabbi said, look at the mysterious Nefesh. His horror is willing to walk into the flames of the fire. And what happens? Burnt to a crisp. Nothing left. That's how Horan died. That's how Horan died. An amazing, amazing Chazal. Absolutely amazing Chazal. But that's exactly what happens. That's exactly what happens. There's a Posuk. In Shira Shirim, where the Pasuk says like this, and I want to explain this week's parasha with this Pasuk. The Pasuk in Perik Ches, Pasuk Tes, Im Choymahi says the Rabbani Shalom, we know Shira Shirim is the love letter from the Rabbani Shalom to Klal Yisrael. Im Choymahi, if you're a wall, Nibna Olao, HaKadosh Baruch says, I'll build on you if you're a wall. A wall, as Rashi points out, Something stark, something strong, something solid. The he says the Pasuk, if you're a door, says Rashi, what is the definition of a door? It's on hinges, and it goes from side to side, backwards and forwards. Not so loud, nothing will happen to you, says the Rabbani Shalom to Klal Yisrael. If you're a wall, if you're strong, if you're solid with your beliefs, if you know what you do, are doing, if you are not shaky backwards and forwards, then the Rabbani Shalom will build you, but if you're a Dallas, wishy-washy, one day on his side, next year on that side, depends on my mood, if I feel it, or I don't feel it, or I'm in the mood, Rabbi, I don't feel it. If you're a door, shaky, backwards and forwards. Says Chazal on this pasuk in Shira Shirim Medrash Rabbah. Says Chazal, When the pasuk in Shira Shirim turns, says to us, "If you're a wall, you know it's referring to Avram Avinu, because Avram Avinu understood there's a God in the world. There's a purpose to me being in this world." As the Lashon of the Mesilat Shirim says, and as I've spoken to many people, and I always ask this question, have you ever thought about this question? Ma What are you doing here? The Rabbi Shalom didn't put you onto this world to take thousands of pictures in your year in Eretz Yisrael and to eat falafel and to go to the Israel experience. The reason the Rabbi Shalom put you onto the world is for a purpose. Says Chazal of Avinu was a choyme, he was a wall, he was solid. Whatever happened, he did it. Whatever he needed to do, he did. There's a Rabbi Nishalaylam. Avraham Avinu said, I'm going to find him. And I'm going to serve him and do whatever it takes to serve him. 
if you're a delus, if you're a door, swinging backwards and forwards. Sometimes like this. Today's a good day. So today I'm going to learn. I'm going to daven. I'll make brachas. I'll do whatever because today's a good day. Tomorrow, I don't know. I'm not in the mood. I'm not in the mood. It just doesn't fit into my schedule. A delus. Oh, a door. Wishy-washy. Backwards and forwards. Rabbi said the nafgumina over here is light. Because light was the son of Horan. And light had this chinuch within him. Wishy-washy. And Horan said, I don't know, it depends. If I see that Avram is Matzliya, oh, I'm going after him. If not, I'm on the other side of the team. Came light and did the same thing in our, in our parasha this week. Came along light and said, Kozman, I'm with Avram. Oh, holiness, shechina, Yiddishkeit, everything's great. The next day I'm not with Avram, back in the movies. <coughs> back doing all the things I want to do because it's not how it works that way. Lloyd saw it as when I'm there, I'm there. When I'm not there, I do whatever I want. Rabbi Sai, it's an unbelievable sight. Because of course, Kozman, we're in the Mokim Torah, in a Kosle Beis Medrash, Dalot Kosle Beis Medrash. Yeah, it's easy to do the right thing. It's easy to learn, at least to an extent, to daven, to daven b'tzibu, to have a cheshek in Yiddish guy. But it's when you leave the Dalek Kosle Beis HaMedrash. When you leave, whenever, even if it's for temporary, maybe it's for two hours, or when it's on the end of the year, whatever it may be, whenever it has to be. But a person has to be a choyma. He has to be a wall. He has to discover himself to know where is he holding. Somebody once came to the Kotzka. He came to the Kotzka, and the Kotzka saw he was a newcomer in town. He said, young man, what are you doing here? So the, the man said, Rebbe, I've come to discover myself. I've just, I'm sorry, I've come to discover the Rebbeini Shalolam. So the Kotzka says, you've made a terrible mistake. It's totally unnecessary for you to come all the way here to discover the Rebbeini Shalolam, because you've got to discover the Rebbeini Shalolam at home. Why'd you come? So he said, Rebbe, I don't know. Why did I come? So the Kotzka said, to discover who you are. There was a Yid in Germany who was working in the fashion business. Working in the fashion business, Kriyadua. Maybe Yovin is a situation that is full of all sorts of temptations in the world. Begashmias, Tznias, all sorts of situations. This was a German Yid, a real Yekka. And he was so straight. He came to work every day with a little bag, with his hat in it, and a bench at the bench with. Mamish, he kept his Yiddish guy year after year. It was tremendous. Somebody once said to him, how do you do it? In such a situation with around such people in such an environment, how are you keeping your Yiddishkeit? And he said, every night, before I go to sleep, I make a cheshben anepesh. What was the purpose that the Rabboni sent me down to this world? It wasn't just to make money. It was to accomplish, to become close to Hashem. Avoid this Hashem. Toyot, tefillah, chesed. When I think of that, it puts me on the right track. That's exactly what's going on in this week's parasha. The message of parasha's Lech Lecha over here is that you look at Lot. When he was with Avram, great. He's all from, everything's great. The moment he leaves Avram, it's downhill from there. What a message that is to ourselves in our own lives. I remember I was in Chotzlar at some place in America. It doesn't make a difference where because this is a widespread problem. And I've heard this so many times. People that leave the base Medrash and they find it so difficult to stay attached. 
Yes, Kolzman, you're in a yeshiva. Kolzman, you're in a situation where people are helping you learn. It's Kabbalah, it's easy, but the moment you leave, where are you holding? This week's parasha tells us, be a choyma, learn to be a wall. Not every day does it suit you. Not every day does it fit within your schedule, but do it anyway. Because if you don't learn to do it now, what's going to happen then? I've said this over so many times, but I'm going to say it again. I heard this from a Bizzul Orbach Shlita. The small Orbachs that sell had a practice that he would go to a Talmud's Hasana and he would stay for hours. He would sit on the side and he would learn a lot. But he would stay there for a long time, which was very unusual. A God who walks into a Hasana, he walks in for a few minutes, he dances with the Hasana, he's busy. So they asked him, Rebbe, Rebbe Shmuel, what's Pshat? He stayed for hours. He said, what's the difference? I learn over here. Oh, learn in your house, learn the Bismedrash. No. So it makes a difference to me. He said, how do you do that? He said, this is what I did. I trained myself in a quiet Bismedrash. That's easy, right? Anyone can learn in a quiet Bismedrash. And then I went to a place with a little bit more noise. And I trained myself to be able to learn even within that noise. And then I went to a place with more noise until eventually I was able to walk into a chasna and I can learn like it's a quiet room. That's what he told me. I learned an unbelievable lesson from that in our lives. If we want to accomplish something and we want to succeed in whatever it is, start doing it when it's easy. Start doing it when it's much easier for you and it's not so hard so that when it becomes hard, you're already fluent in it and you're already easy in it. Rabbi Isai, I don't know how many people are able to stay so long, a few years in Mitzvah Hashem, but we have to start learning now before we leave. So we're a choyma, we're a wall. So that if we do leave, we're not a delas, that we're wishy-washy. Let me end with one last unbelievable Sfas Emes. The Sfas Emes asks a question, he brings a Zoya. The Sfas Emes says, Lech who is this for? Avraham Avinu asked the Sfas Emes. Why wasn't everyone given this tzivah? Why only Avraham Avinu? Says the Sfas Emes, a pella. He brings a Zoya of Shiba Bayachai. That says everyone was given the tzivu lech lecha. But only Avram answered the call. Rabbi say we were all given the tzivu lech lecha. Go out from our comforts. Go out from everything that we like to do. From the easiness of our lives. And become attached to the Rabbi Nishalolam. So this first MS, every single one of us got the tzivu. The question is who answers the call. Thank you for listening.